I wonder what we make of the idea of God with us. Maybe it's easier to understand when that's a baby in a manger. But what if it's more than that? Hi, and welcome to St Ninian's Church in Stonehouse. I'm Stuart Cutler and I get to be the minister here. As always, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like and share the video or podcasts, and leave a comment with your thoughts, questions or prayer requests. We're always delighted to hear from you. Today, I'm joined by Fiona Anderson and her daughter Mira in leading our worship. Caught between old and new, between what has been and what is still yet to be, and this crossover time, maybe choose what to hold on to, what to let shape us, what experiences we need to keep and those we need to let go. May we find this time a faithful time, a holy time, where we can find those words and promises and truths that will be our partner into a new year. And may they be God's words, the word among us in this thin place of the meeting of time. In the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. From the very beginning, the word was with God. Through him, God made all things. Not one thing in all creation was made without him. The word was the source of life, and this life brought light to humanity. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has never put it out. God sent his messenger, a man named John, who came to tell the people about the light, so that all should hear the message and believe. He himself was not the light. He came to tell about the light. This was the real light, the light that comes into the world and shines on everyone. The word was in the world, and though God made the world through him, yet the world did not recognise him. He came to his own country, but his own people did not receive him. Some, however, did receive him and believe in him, so he gave them the right to become God's children. They did not become God's children by natural means, that is, by being born as the children of a human father. God himself was their father. The word became a human being and full of grace and truth lived among us. He saw his glory, the glory which he received as the Father's only Son. John spoke about him. He cried out, This is the one I was talking about when I said, He comes after me, but he is greater than I am because he existed before I was born. Out of the fullness of his grace, he has blessed us all, giving us one blessing after another. God gave the law through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only Son, who is the same as God and is at his Father's side. He has made him known. Happy New Year to you all. It's hard to know what to think as we stand at the beginning of 2022. If there's one thing we've learned in the last two years, it's that predicting what might happen this year is pretty much impossible. As we've journeyed through these strangest of times together, The one thing we've become used to is the unpredictability of life. We have all experienced last-minute cancellations, postponements and the call to say that someone we were due to meet has had the dreaded two lines on their lateral flow test. Our new normal has become uncertainty and that's exhausting. Living without certainty is something we all find hard. We like structure and routine with only occasional breaks from that. We fall quickly into habits and find it very difficult to change them once we've settled into them. Our New Year resolutions are almost always about better habits. I'll read more, take more exercise, eat better. 
Our daily routines are full of habits. We get up at the same time, then tackle the day in the same order as the day before. Our weekly routines where we shop on a particular day and visit someone, go to a club or come to church can become pretty hard to change. We find ourselves saying no to things that conflict with the thing we normally do, even if that thing is something we'd like to do. When our habits are replaced by new ones, it can be hard to go back. I kind of enjoy the different Sunday mornings when church is closed and I don't have to get up and go to work. I know that some of you are the same. Watching church online in your pyjamas and having a freshly brewed cup of coffee isn't all bad. But we also know that we miss physically being together. We're social beings and we need some kind of company. Perhaps we should all come to church in our PJs or maybe just bring our coffee with us. Sometimes being forced into new ways of doing something is a really helpful thing. We, like many other churches, were forced to move properly online and we found that there are people out there from all kinds of places who have joined us. There are people who regularly tune in now from Canada, America and Ireland and we're just so glad that you are able to join us. We've also been able to connect with people in our own community. It's easier to click and watch from your own house than it is to walk through the door of somewhere you've never been before. We often check out a place where we're going to visit. We look for recent reviews and recommendations. People do the same for church. So change isn't all bad. And change happens all the time. And often for the better. But we don't often choose it. I was listening to Seth Godin talk about an exercise he gives people to do. It's just a postcard with problem at the top on one side and solution on the other. He asked people to write down the one problem they would really like to solve, something in their life or business or whatever. And then they pass the card to the next person to them who writes down the solution to that problem. And after years of watching people respond to the solutions offered, he's realised two things. The first is that we almost always know the solutions to our own problems. And second, people mostly don't want their problem solved, either because they've become comfortable in their problem or because the solution's too scary. Solving the problem involves too much change or too many unknowns. But why am I telling you this? Well, if Christmas is about one thing, then surely it's about change. John sums it up brilliantly. And the word became flesh and lived among us. There are some brilliant versions of that verse 14. God slipped into skin and moved into the neighbourhood is how the message puts it. Others say something like, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. One of the versions I really like is God took on flesh and tabernacled among us. The tabernacle was the tent that Moses built in the wilderness where God would come and meet the people. It was placed at the centre of the camp and the tabernacle went wherever the people went meaning that God was quite literally always at the heart of their community. John is telling us that the word, Jesus, was there in the beginning with God and that through the word all things were created. The word, Jesus, is at the heart of everything that ever was, all that is and everything that will be. Nothing has come into being without the word. The poem at the start of the Bible in the book of Genesis tells us that God spoke, said the word and that things he spoke, came into being. Let there be light, and there was light. God has always been at the heart of everything, but sometimes we forget. Sometimes we overlook that. Sometimes we take it for granted. Even when God, who created everything, turns up in the flesh, John tells us he was in the world, and the world came into being through him, and yet the world did not know him. 
he came to what was his own and his own people did not accept him. As I listened to a conversation about this famous passage the other day, I was struck by something I knew but had kind of forgotten. Jesus, the person, was temporary. The earthly flesh and blood existence of the word as Jesus lasted for around 33 years and yet John tells us that the word was there in the beginning. At Christmas, we're confronted with an idea of God with us, incarnation in the flesh. It seems easy for us to imagine angels and a young girl and a baby in a manger. We seem to be completely okay with choirs of angels singing to shepherds and wise men being led by a star, much easier perhaps than what it means that God is with us in the flesh. I think that the whole point of Jesus, God in the flesh, is because God is just too hard an idea to get our heads around. We like something solid, something we can relate to. That's who Jesus is. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. So we should rightly pay lots of attention to Jesus. That's our best way to know God. But just as God with us didn't start at the birth of Jesus, God with us didn't end with the resurrection and ascension of Jesus. Jesus leaves us the gift of the Holy Spirit. In John's Gospel, that gift is given by Jesus breathing on his followers, a sign that the Spirit is as close and as vital as our every breath. We talk about the Holy Spirit in those terms when we speak of inspiration, breathing in. That gift, that inspiration, the breath of God is for all of us and is with us at every moment. I wonder as we step with some trepidation over the threshold of 2022, will we be aware of God with us? As we name our problems, will we realise that the solutions are to be found in what we already know? That God is continually recreating the world around us? That Jesus is our example, our blueprint, our cornerstone? And that the Holy Spirit guides and guards and inspires us in every moment?
shines for everyone has come into the world. The light of Christ, the only Son, has come into the world. The light that shines for everyone has come into the world. As Epiphany approaches, I wanted to offer anyone who wants one the chance to have a star word. We did this for the first time last year. A star word is a word that has something to do with faith, and I'll pick one for you at random. The idea is that this word is yours to ponder over the year ahead. A word to guide your thinking, like the star that the Magi followed. You can find out more on our website at saint-ninians-stonehouse.org.uk. Just click on the star words button. Email me or leave a comment on the Star Wars post on our Facebook page and I'll pick a word for you. Our God, we are glad, some of us, that Christmas has passed. Others can't wait for it to come again. But whatever it has left behind, may it not just be the wrapping paper and the cards, the memories of happy times spent together or alone, the difficult times spent likewise, with other people or on our own. Though the crib scenes will soon be packed away for another year, and the baby Jesus put back into his box, may we take with us into the new year. Deep truth that the stories and carols were meant to reveal, and sometimes obscure, that we are not alone, for you are with us. The eternal one has become mortal. The potter has a body of clay. The storyteller has written herself into the plot. The director has a bit part in the film. The word has become flesh and lives among us. In the light of this incredible claim, we offer prayer to you, the God in our midst, for all who feel alone and who desperately need someone to walk alongside them. May we find that someone in the loneliness is ours. May we be companions to each other. You came into the world that you have made, O God, and the world did not know you. We pray for any in our world today, those who are not recognised for who they are, those whose talents have not been nurtured, whose smile has not been returned, those whose face does not fit, or whose colours does not blend in with his people around them, those who are treated for any reason as anything less than a beloved child of God. You came to your own people, and even they would not accept you. We pray for those at Christmas and at New Year are not the happy families that the media, and too often our churches, tell us that they should be. Those who were on their own and longed for company. Those who were lonely in a crowded room. May they know that you were with them, still are and always will be. God, you came in Jesus as a life-giving word and as light for the world's darkness. May we who dare call ourselves Christians speak his words of grace and shine out with the light of his love. These things we pray in the words that you have taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. In the beginning, God was. Here among us, God is. Wherever we travel, God will be. God the Maker, God the Word, God the Spirit, with us in all times, in all places, 
and in all things. Let